Welcome to Just the Two of Us, our bumpy journey called life. We are two friends that have been sharing our spiritual journey for the last 11 years. We've had wonderful moments and miracles on our journeys and also many bumps along the way. We love talking about all things related to spirituality, recovery, the heart, soul, and ego, and we enjoy sharing that with all of you as well. Today's topic is cleaning out our emotional closet. Yep, we probably got a lot of stuff in there, right? That we probably oh. don't even know about. Oh, baby. <laughs> Good afternoon, Jess. Yes. Oh, well, I'll uh, I'll share a little bit on me. So, you know, I started to feel a little wonky a few days ago. I knew that there's a lot of extra pain in my body, not the usual amount of pain, but extra pain in my body. And emotionally, I just felt really off. Like I felt just the, the off was feeling disconnected. I didn't feel connected to anything. And I don't like that feeling of not feeling connected. But it helps me realize that, you know, what feeling connected feels like. You know, when you just connect to the people that you love, you connect to nature, you connect to your pets, you know, you connect to your home. I connect to my cooking. Like I couldn't connect with anything. That's where I was at. And so not yesterday, the night before that, two nights ago, I found my feelings. Holy tamale, tsunami came right at me. And for hours, I just cried and I could hear that little girl. I, I heard her because I said it out loud. Like I let my little girl express her pain. And all she kept saying is, I want my mommy. And, you know, my little girl never had a mommy that showed up. My mom would disappear. If I really needed her, she would always disappear on me. She, even when my daughter died, she disappeared on me. Do you know, I, I don't share this often. I probably told you though, but when my, when Jody died, my mother never even called me. Hmm. She never called to say, are you okay? She just, she wasn't going to be vulnerable because she probably would have cried too. She was very, she loved Jody to pieces. She played favorites and Jody is definitely her favorite. So I know it broke her heart, but she couldn't even pick the phone up, be vulnerable with me and say, how are you? So the first time that I saw my mother after Jody's death was in the church when I was sitting next to her at Jody's service. And even then she wasn't going to cry. And when we got up and the service was over, she was going around picking up everybody's Kleenexes. Like she was, <laughs> she was finding jobs to do. So she didn't have to be vulnerable. She could not be vulnerable. She could not ever say she was wrong or that she made a mistake. So um, thank God recovery that's taught me that it's okay to make mistakes and being vulnerable is the only way I want to live. But, um, but for my little girl growing up there, my mom was never vulnerable. And, you know, there's lots of years I have no memory, like really grade school or before grade school, not much of anything. Um, seventh grade is really where I feel like some terrible things started to happen, but actually terrible things started to happen before then, or I wouldn't have needed to block it out. So um, anyway, so two nights ago, I just it just poured out of me and I just let it come. And I thought, okay, I'm going to feel relief after this. Well, guess what? I didn't feel relief. The next morning, usually next morning, I feel up, feel a relief. I didn't feel it. I felt worse. And the pain was so bad in my body. I thought, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. And, um, and, you know, I can't even get desperate. I can't even get desperate when I'm in that much pain because, 
you know, it takes months to get into these doctors and going to the hospital. The only thing they ever did was an x-ray or something and never found anything and sent me home. Like that's all that ever happened. So uh, hours, seven hours in the emergency room just to be sent home with no information um, was so devastating. So I knew I couldn't do that. So I just had to sit with the pain, let the feelings come. And last night was just as hard. The tsunami came at me again. And, you know, again, I just sobbed and sobbed. And, you know, I called you after and I was still crying um, to just try to process it a little bit try to understand it but um but then I woke up this morning and I feel emptied out I feel like wow I let go of a lot of pain last night the last two nights and today what I feel is nothing but peace it's quiet inside of me it's very quiet I love that feeling of the quietness and I love the peace of God so today I have it and I'm not going to be attached to it because I know how that process works but for this moment I'm very peaceful and it's all a direct result of unpacking those feelings and letting them come, letting that little girl express her deepest desire to have her mommy, you know, show up for her. And only thing I can do is show up for her. You know, I'm the mommy today. I'm the mommy of the parent of that little girl that still lives inside of me that uh, wants, you know, the guidance and, and support of a parent. So I am that parent and, um, it was um, it was an exercise I've done many times. So I would always recommend when anybody feels off and things get bottled up to just hold the space to heal it. You know, just tears can be so healing or primal screaming. All that stuff can be so healing or moving anger, taking a waffle bat, you know, to a tree, which it wouldn't hurt the tree or a pillow. I mean, there's all kinds of ways we can do it. Call somebody you trust, you know, go your therapist or you know but do something to move those feelings because otherwise what we do is we keep adding more and more and more and then we become so overwhelmed that we freeze it like paralyzes us i did not want to get to that point so i said bring it on and boy did it come so and i know you're in the process of you felt some feelings a while back but now there's more that haven't come yet right yeah yeah for sure they're in there though they're definitely in there. No, I think, I think people would be amazed. Um, from, I know I've been amazed at the amount of stuff's in there. If, if we just give ourselves or let somebody else give us permission to have our feelings. And I think over the years, like so many times you just say, let it come. And I would just, mm-hmm. <laughs> like sometimes you know, when you, when you grow up not being allowed to express your feelings or being shamed for it, you kind of do need permission. You need someone, yeah. I, I needed somebody to give me permission to tell me it was okay, that I wasn't being too sensitive or I wasn't being too dramatic or, you know, just all the things that probably played to, I mean, today I can, I can give myself permission most of the time. Um, but I think that's sometimes a- it has to build up enough though to get yes. it to release. Sometimes yes. it's not ready to release yet, right? Yes, it's n- and I feel that right now. It's it's not ready, but it's in there. It's in there because I'll tell you, um, at church this morning, the the lady up there, what's her title? Minister? Yeah, I think she was a minister. Mm-hmm. 
No, she just had us sit there in the silence for a couple of minutes and mm. it just felt so good. It just felt mm. so good. Like I remember sitting there thinking that like, oh my gosh, this quiet feels so good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I opened my eyes and the tears wanted to come now that I'm thinking about it. So, but um, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> okay I don't even know where I was going with that but just to say that there's I know that there's feelings in there I I sucked them back down they could have come up but I was not going to sit there and be sobbing at church so um there you were dabbing you were dabbing your tears though I was (laughs) they were there yeah I was dabbing them I said I am not about to ugly cry at church right now That is well, not going to happen. So, yeah. but I mean, Chas, I've cried in that church so many times. Yeah, People I don't mean, think I, nothing about I it. I mean, I guess if you're the church would be the place, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I've sobbed my little heart out in groups with you and in meetings. So for no, years, no yeah. different. Literally, literally so, sobbed my little heart out. Yes, and, you have. And there's more. There's that little girl just like you. There's there's stuff that's deeply triggered right now. And and I think, um, you know, what got triggered the other day is just um, there's this story that plays where, oh, I've just done something awful. And oh, my gosh, everybody's going to hate me and they're going to retaliate against me and they're going to show up at my house and just do awful things. Mm-hmm. And like this, this fear gets triggered. And that too is, is from childhood. Not that I experienced violence firsthand, but I witnessed a lot of, um, cause I can't always connect the dots. I'm like, I don't understand why I always get afraid of someone coming after me. Like, but it's, I just witnessed a lot of, st- a lot of stuff as a child. And it's obviously still in there because this isn't the first time that that fear shows up. Like I start seeing like, my little girl starts seeing people like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll swear somebody's standing in my bedroom. Like um, there's just a fear that gets very triggered for me. Um, childhood stuff. Yeah. Right. When, childhood stuff. Yeah. When I, when I feel that I have deeply wronged somebody or something um, now, again, I've not done anything wrong in this current situation. Uh, tell my little girl that because <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's Yeah. She just, I I think that I've just always taken it on, even when it wasn't mine. I think you're working on healing it, though. That's the direction I think you're heading, Chaz. And and that means everything's in your face right now. I know there's a lot of challenges, but I really think some deep healing is taking place. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes I just don't know that it's, I mean, I, I, I know stuff is there, but I don't know that it's like, there to the extent that it is like the other day just when I was on the phone with you leaving work and I just I saw white and that tells me that I touched something very deep it's just a very deep Mm -hmm. it's abandonment it's it's abandonment it's it always it always leads back there I know that I say that all the time but it it always leads back there yes for my it has deep roots it has deep roots Yep. Well, you're going to yank it up. Yeah. It just shows up in interesting ways. Yeah. 
So certain things can trigger it deeply. And the bad guy story for me is one of them. It's why I've always avoided it. It's why I've avoided confrontation. It's why I've people pleased. It's why I've put myself in situations I shouldn't have been in because I just couldn't speak up. I just couldn't. And um, I'm not that person anymore. No. And it deeply challenges a part of me that wants to be quiet and wants to go along with things. Um, Though I can't even say that's true because I don't even feel that. I mean, maybe a part of me does, but um, I don't, I don't want to be that person. I'm well, I'm not that person. No, you're not that person. And I never was. I mean, I, I really, you know, that wasn't really who I was. So no. that was fear. That was fear running the show. Absolutely. So. Yes. And, and what came to my mind is, you know, we think these deep roots and how are we ever going to pull these deep roots up of abandonment? But I just, it just came to my mind, the picture of the oak tree, you know, the big old oak tree that lives is right across the street from me that um, was beautiful, hundreds of years old, I'm sure, to grow it that big. But it was a beautiful tree. And one of the reasons that I, I bought this home was that tree. But then the hurricane came. And even though it didn't do damages to our homes, for the most part, it took the tree down. The tree toppled over and all the roots were showing. And guess what? The storm pulled it up by the roots. So mm-hmm. even that big old tree that I thought nothing's going to touch this tree. Um, yes, it's gone. It got pulled up by the roots. And it's that's a good picture in my mind that, yeah, it, sometimes the winds of life come through us, right? And we pull, we do some deep work and we pull things up by the roots. If you just cut it off at the top and you just put a Band-Aid on it, it's just going to grow back again like a weed, right? If you don't pull the weeds up by the roots, they just go back again. So, yeah. you know, putting band-aids on things is, is a temporary solution, but it's not a real solution. Real solution is to face those fears that we're afraid of. And you are facing right now at work, you are facing one of your biggest fears. And I expect you're going to grow so much to that experience. Jeff. I am certain of it. And I'm proud of you, just the fact that you've gotten this far with it, because I know it's not easy. It's not an easy environment for you to be in. It triggers all your family stuff. And um, and there's some shady stuff going on against you. And yet you show up and you, um, you're, do, you're doing the next right thing. Yeah. And you've done nothing wrong. You've done nothing wrong. You've been, the only thing you've done is do what your boss tells you to do. You've you follow it through, you've been respectful and kind to people and you've done nothing wrong and you got to get that in deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. No, I do. I do continue to show up. I know I told you at one time, this would have been my worst nightmare. Like, but I know, I know that because I'm here and it's here that it's, I mean, it wouldn't be here if I couldn't, if I couldn't handle it. And I have to remind myself that well, my head wants to tell me that I can't do it. So right. there is a part of me that <laughs> just wants to run away from it all. Uh, well, I know you won't, though. No, That's no, cool. I won't. Yep. yep. What did you say? No, I just said, I know you won't run from it. I know that you're up to this challenge. Yeah. Yep. So, and, you know, I shared a couple. I don't need to share it on here, but a couple of stories with you where I, 
you know, I've been in some really tough situations. One was at the church we were at this morning, uh, many years ago, but it was a, it was a really hard lesson, but wow, it helped me so much. It helped me to know that I, at the end of the day, I trust myself. Yeah. And you just need to trust you, not worry about what other people think. Most people don't think well anyways. That's how I see it. Most people have really bad thinking. Um, you know, thank God for recovery that we can work on those things. But there's a lot of people out there never even heard of recovery and have no interest in it. And uh, yeah, but you are, no, you're thinking right. You're doing the right thing. And I'm proud of you. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. You always yeah. rise above. Always, always going to. I know that about me. I will always rise up. I might go down. I might, I might be in a puddle on the ground <laughs> and think that, you know, well, you know where I go, where my head goes. <laughs> my head goes to, okay, which country will they, um, do they I believe know. in? Passionate care, and let's see if we can just put an end to this. That's where my head goes. I know. I've learned. Yeah, you you heard that so many times. But when the physical pain gets so loud, on top of the emotional pain, I feel so overwhelmed. It's what I did as a child. I used to, when I used to feel so awful in my own skin, I would, I would think about dying, Mm -hmm. and it gave me comfort. I never did anything. But the thought of it gave me some sort of comfort. And I see that little girl still was looking for that comfort place. But nothing that I would ever do, ever, ever do. Um, But sometimes I just need to say it. (laughs) I mean, exactly. And no, I was just going to say that I've obviously... Yeah, gained some strength there too. Because there would be times (laughs) where you'd say that stuff to me and it would rock me. Like, holy cow. Okay. Like it would, like you saying that would rock me, but I, I just, I know the truth today. And I know that it's just, you know, we sometimes like when we're angry, we have to cuss people out. And I, I, horrible things have come out of my mouth that I will never repeat to another living soul when I'm angry, but it's just about moving. You just have to move the feelings, however, however you move it. And I, I know that it'll pass. I, I just trust that. So and God doesn't care if we cuss. God doesn't no. even care if we cuss at him because I've cussed God out so many times. Yeah. I, and that, of course, made my amends. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have I have done some serious whew, if. Yep. If my car could talk, holy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has heard some shit. It's heard. Well, yeah. If if my cats could talk, <laughs> <laughs> they'd have some stories for you. Just gotta move it. You just mm-hmm. you gotta move the pain. You gotta move the fear and and the anger and the hurt and all of it. However it however it gets out, writing, crying, screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's energy. It's all about the energy and. What's the title of our thing today? I forgot already. Cleaning out our emotional closet. Yes. That, you know, things get overcrowded in there. And sometimes we just need to set the intention to clean it out. Just like we might do it with a closet that's got too much stuff in it. Right. We get too much stuff inside of us and then we don't feel well. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Any words for the day? Oh, peace of God. And I do feel that today. I feel the peace of God today. doesn't make any sense from where I was yesterday, but it's good. Um, and also um, home, the word home. You know, where do I feel at home? I felt at home in church today, even though I haven't been a member there for many years. Um, I feel at home there. I feel I feel at home with you, you know, um, our conversations and doing the podcast. That feels like home. Like home is the places that, you know, in my soul is just soothing. It's just soothing and it feels right. And, and there's many places that feel like home. Um, yeah. So home. I would just, yeah, that would be my other word. It's oh, just like coming, that. maybe coming home, coming home to myself. Yeah, I like yeah. that. How about you? Um, I would say trust and healing would be my words. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to keep trusting. Yes, yep. And there's a big cry coming. The tsunami is coming your way. Well, we know that tomorrow is a driving day, so... <laughs> <laughs> We know what that means. Yeah, the viewers means, may not, but I know what it means. It means that those are the days that really challenge me. And that afterwards, I usually have a good blowout of feelings. It has happened so many times. I can't even count how many times it's happened. Um, I have I have released so many feelings that that place is pushed out of me. So I guess the yep. day that I leave there, I will have that to be grateful for because it has really helped me to find some pain that I didn't know was in there. So. Yeah. And, and I understand that because the physical pain in my body, when it gets too loud, yeah, it pushes me, it pushes me in places that I'm not sure I could get there without the pain. And I too feel grateful afterwards that, you know, it was the pain that, that is um, helping me. I feel like the journey right now is about doing the soul work. And continuing to walk in the direction of living from my soul. But to do that, I have to keep cleaning out all the stuff that gets in the way. And uh, so did a little bit of that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Shift happens. Shift happens. Yes. Love <laughs> I love that. It's a t-shirt. I am. I am. I'm going to look for one. Mm-hmm. Well, any last thoughts for the day? No, I think we said a lot. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Wish everybody a blessed Sunday. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for being here today and thanks for sharing all your wisdom with us. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Just the Two of Us, Our Bumpy Journey Called Life. Our hope is that you found what we shared helpful and that you take some of it with you as you go through your day. Until next time.